Well, I guess my whole bit about getting the bu- the button back is not going to be relevant. You know, Blevins, fuck it. Just, just play um, the thing. Unless I just press the button. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Rune Terrible Radio. I'm Blevins. Joining me, as always, is the beautiful Saucy Mailman. What's up, man? This is not just another episode of Rune Terrible Radio. This is Ooh. the most important episode we've ever had because it is episode number 69. Nice. Featuring our good friend, nice. Nice. Amazonian. I I think I think when we first started this podcast, she made sure she asked if she could be on episode sixty nine. I remember this vividly. Yeah, totally, it's definitely, true. absolutely. Yep, definitely happened. So here she is. What's up, Amy? Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. So I asked if I could be on Rude Terrible Radio because I loved hanging with these two nerds uh, last weekend for the seasonal, and I was like, hey, wait, what's the what's the last time I got to like spend an hour talking to two dudes with beards? Yep. <laughs> and you know, I haven't been to a game store in so long. It's True. been a long time, probably a year. Yeah. yeah. And this podcast only smells kind of as bad as a game store would. At well, least in this Considering your apartment and my apartment are boiling hot right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. it's it's awful. We're by the way, if both of us seem like we have a sheen to us, uh yes. that's that's from the heat. That's from that summer, yes. summer heat. Uh, stay hydrated, everybody. East yes. coast, yeah. west coast, we're burning up everywhere. It's forty-eight I'm, I'm million degrees. I have um, I have servants that come into my office every eight minutes and wipe the the sheen from my face. So that's yep. why I don't have as much of a glistening brow. Yeah, Saucy has got that that special that special. Yes, there it is. The Amazonian <laughs> beard has been created, but. Ooh, this is a special occasion, as of course Amy mentioned. We were all on the seasonal. How cool is that? We're oh yeah, all on the we best were. Seasonal, and yeah, it was, was really the best seasonal ever. Oh, easily, probably. Amy. The Definitely. games were hot. The coverage yeah. was spicy, and everybody was so salty about Azirelia that they were just like. <laughs> I don't want to watch because it's just going to be that. And then it was like, oh, there was two matches of Azirelia and nothing else. Yeah. There, yeah. yeah. It, it's weird because that deck got banned a lot because everyone's sick of playing against Azirelia. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was uh, it was definitely well. There's a whole there's a whole discussion that uh, maybe on a future episode we'll have one of the uh, proponents of some of the uh, other. Uh, formats i know there are some people who put out some posts uh after the seasonal and a whole thing there with the uh the because the tournament meta looking pretty sweet yeah ladder meta maybe not so much but we'll dive into that on another um show but i just wanted to talk um i guess first to you saucy because this was your first seasonal what was that like it was super super fun yeah it's uh it's it's crazy all of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes that you don't think about when you're viewing it like all of the mm-hmm. people in production like i i've done <laughs> i've done like 
So before I started streaming, I used to be in the music industry and I was in a mm. touring band. So like I know the shit that goes behind it on the radio and TV and all that. But like I didn't think about all of that for a production that's essentially online, right? Like uh-huh. it's a it's a webcast. I was like, okay, there's gonna be like three or four producers. There's like 40 people behind the scenes <laughs> doing shit. And I'm like, oh, this is way more than I expected. But it, it was it was a blast. Like everything was so fun and uh, I, I think mm-hmm. it helped that everyone we worked with is super cool, and the rest of the talent. I mean, Amy was there. We were Charmer, Casanova, mm-hmm. Swim. Like it's all just pretty good. And uh, if this cannot come on our podcast, so sorry. So just made well, you like turn into a robot for. Uh, a Saucy few turned seconds into there. a robot, and I all did. I heard was "cannot come on our podcast." So. We don't know no, who it right. is. Well, I'll see you guys later. I, I'm not going to. He is banned okay. from the show forever. No matter how many times he tweets at us. Well, rip, rip charmer. And apparently rip, yep. uh, rip Amy too. She uh, is gone now. <laughs> Amy left. Amy's gone. That was a fun. It was a good time. The, uh, the seasonals were a blast. And as Amy said, the games were really mm. good. We got to. You guys got to cast some incredible games. There were some mm-hmm. insane moments. It was, yeah. it was insane. Yeah, it was super good. It was definitely, uh, definitely super, uh, super fun and super awesome. And Amy, I know this was your second. Was this your second yes. or third time? It, it was my second. second. There second have only been around. four, right? Yeah. Am I crazy? Yes. Okay. On yeah, this was the fourth one. Or I think yeah. Cosmic Creation. Mm-hmm. Cosmic Creation. It was the one that uh, Majin Bay won. I yeah. remember that. Mm. Nice. So I guess it's just old hat now. Just, uh, you know, seasonal. Ah, who cares? Oh, who cares? oh it's just <laughs> another seasonal. My name is Blevins. Oh, look oh, at me. Do it. <laughs> it's, it's actually way more. Like, I've been doing so much magic commentary. Mm. A year ago, I had done, like, a few hours total of magic commentary and by now mm. i've done well over 200 hours of wow. like on-air commentary which is so weird <laughs> it's funny how those things work where it's like uh you know i'm not gonna i'm not a i'm not a uh a commentator and then you know you get a you get a gig here a gig there and all of a sudden people are Ooh. uh we're professionals <laughs> now yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah seriously, we're no. leaders in the industry or yeah. something like that but yeah, or super you can fun. Pretend. You can definitely pretend. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, but yeah, definitely super fun. The uh, I'm I'm ninety nine percent sure that the vod of the seasonal is up. Um, so if you didn't get a yeah, chance to is. watch it live, definitely uh, you can go. Uh, I think it's on the Giant Slayer LOR. At least the Twitch. I don't know what YouTube channel it's on, but. Um, definitely uh, check that the out Legends of Runeterra channel on YouTube it, it, it very well may be um, but you can definitely check that out it was really I mean obviously it was super cool um, you know casting with you Amy for the first time I thought we got some really good feedback uh, as us as a duo which was cool um, yeah I and, think we have good camaraderie I'd love to yeah. get to cast with you in person sometime so we don't have you know the second of lag making things hard Oh, that was the biggest thing for me. It made me really, really <laughs> excited for in-person stuff. Like, I really want, yeah. I like, I miss going to in-person Magic and Hearthstone and mm-hmm. Counter-Strike. Like, just seeing shit in person is so fun. And, like, as, as much energy as we try and convey 
through a webcam and a microphone. It's really, really tough when you're there in person, like mm -hmm. you feed off of each other and ah, uh, I'm just, yeah. I'm excited for that. I'm excited people, for that. People can actually see how tall I really am, which apparently people think I'm much shorter than I actually am in real really? life. It's, everyone <laughs> always thinks I'm crazy tall. I remember when I was going to BlizzCon, <laughs> so many people were like, God, like yeah. they see yeah, me, me like, and Rod oh, are shit. like, yeah. you're way shorter than I thought. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like five, seven, but people are like, oh, I thought you were like six foot two or something. I'm like, I'm short as fuck. <laughs> the first time I met one of my buddies uh, at, at BlizzCon, um, he was like, well, wait, Blevins. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? He's like, you're way fucking taller than I thought you were. I'm like, nah, I don't try to hide how tall I am. I, don't. I think you guys need to like change your camera alignments. So Blevins, like you got to make it so your head's in the top half of the frame. And Saucy, oh, okay. you got to put so, your head near the bottom. So it's like, yeah, yeah, and like change I'm your much angles. much taller than you think. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's just like, now you have yeah. like a gnome man and a giant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're having a podcast together. I love that. I love that. That's our Chat. new podcast. Chat, let, let me know how tall you think I am based based on uh, the podcast and nothing else. Let me know how tall you think I am. But... Five foot one. <sighs> Well, Saucy just uh, just nailed it. So, um, so anyway, um, surprisingly enough, we have so much more to talk about because we got not only the seasonal, which is always fun. We got not only a new set that we haven't talked about any of the cards for. We also got like 500 million changes. Yeah, balance patch like wild i was not expecting it to be i, thought, I was gonna be like oh they're gonna hit i don't know azir aurelia maybe they're gonna hit the the chundra lissandra especially the watcher mm. no they hit everything yeah. everything yeah it's there's like... i think 47 card changes i was counting wow. them uh yeah i was counting them last night and i think there's 47 of them so there's a lot i i made yeah. my patch my i did a youtube video going over all of the patch note changes Mm -hmm. And uh, it took me like seven hours to go through it all. And the video is almost 40 minutes long. There's that much. Wow. It's, in it's incredible. That is kind of insane. So we will, um, you know, we're going to spend 10 minutes on every single change. So strap yep. in. We're going to be here for another 12 or so. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we're going to kind of breeze through some of these, of course, as always. Head over to playroontera.com slash news. Um, to find the the newest patch notes, you can see all that and uh, get all that information. But we'll we'll sort of breeze through these and maybe stop on some of the ones that uh, we want to talk more about. Yeah. Um, so misfortune is the first one. It starts with champions. Misfortune is the first one. Uh, they gave her back overwhelm. Yep. Yay! On her level up, not on level up. Oh yeah, only on the only on the level up. Although I think she only ever had it yeah. on the level up. Yeah. So they basically reverted an old change. Mm -hmm. uh, which there's is cool. a lot of those, by the way. We'll be seeing there are, and there are some that uh some of the the old uh the old uh players of Legends of Runeterra may be like, Are yeah. you sure you want to do that? Yep. Yeah, we'll talk about those. So cool, cool thing for misfortune. Uh Jarvin gonna get slightly easier to level up. Uh instead of seeing four plus strikes, it's gonna now be three. Another another thumbs up uh, category. Um, yeah, Jarvin still behaves the same way with things like quick attack, but hey, yeah. I mean, at least it works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And Jarvin is has seen um you know, there's he's seen some like tier one point five, tier two play. You know, the Shen Jarvin deck was starting to pop up yeah. as a response to things. So um, you know, quality not not a quality of life, it's definitely a buff, but certainly uh yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, I think we'll probably see maybe the same amount or maybe a little bit more J4 depending, but we also got another uh reverted change and this is i don't even remember when they did this this was a this might have been in beta Saucy. i, was, I, I do not remember beta. tough trindamir anytime yeah. in the last like year yeah i'm pretty sure this was pre open. yeah this was before the actual release uh trindamir leveled up now will uh have overwhelmed fearsome and tough this was uh a relic of the beta version of trindamir who saw a ton of play uh back yeah. then that the old um freljord shadow isles i think it was tides of time was like the top one of the top players and streamers back yeah. then playing the ramp deck when weirding stones i think cost two mana two um mana uh catalyst i think cost four uh anivia anivia was like a four or something ridiculous oh yeah anivia was anivia was like very different yeah um she was super she, different. yeah but yeah so uh, I don't even remember the last time we saw a Trindamir get played. I guess it was probably Feel the Rush, but um Yeah. Yeah. Tough. In today in today's economy, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean it is it is a strict buff. Whether it yes. matters, who knows? True. Very true. I feel like with Trundle kind of around yeah. Trindamir is just sad. Yeah. Wanted to. Yeah. There can only be so many angry Freljord boys. <laughs> Yeah, and Trundle just like gets bigger than Trindamir, which is kind of crazy. You know what? Eventually, we're gonna get Silas too, and he's just gonna do the same thing but better, and he's probably mm. going to steal things too, abilities and whatnot. Yeah, well, Trindamir. I, I don't know. Trindamir is one of those like he's like a good like he feels like um he feels like you know, this is the, this is of course as always is gonna be uh dating myself here but this feels like he feels like um the old seventh edition visadrix promo that they like it was in the starter decks from yes. like 20 years ago it's like it turned to me it's like everyone has one in their collection and it's like is this thing even a rare like... this is this is boomer card game talk i'm sorry everybody <laughs> you're here to listen to people talk about rune terra not magic oh no 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 they they, they know by now this is like a was it eight mana six six just generic something like that it was blue right oh visadrix i think was yeah. seven mana seven, seven mana, mana six six, six, six. maybe it was double trimmer. checking yes yeah, seven mana six six and that was it yeah, oh just vanilla. just just it's vanilla. just a vanilla seven mana six blue. six so that yeah. made it worth it that, that you ever know is blue is known for big creatures so mm -hmm. i mean you know, Polar Kraken and okay. Now I'm talking about actual boomer cards. No one remembers Polar Kraken. That card came out before most of the viewers were even born. That actually <laughs> so, was probably true. True though. But so Trindamir may not be a big issue, but this is a card that some people are very worried about. Oh, this is the one I'm like Monka. I'm I'm a, Karma, a huge Monka. Karma is getting her nerf reverted. She's going back to five mana. Uh, anyone who remembers playing around with five mana karma knows she was pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like Ezreal got a rework that 
helped address some of the karma Ezreal, but mm -hmm. karma costing five, no stat changes. This is just a straight reversion. It's a, essentially a buff. She wasn't really seeing play. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of new spells that make karma better. Yeah, five mana karma is uh, scary. Uh, you know, these these kids these days with their Aziraelias and their TF Fizzes, they don't know how we used to have it. Where the well, I'm pretty sure that the people who are who played um, Karma Ezreal back the old versions are still playing their game. It's still going on. Yeah, as long as not, your game doesn't not... end, the client never. I'm sure they're somewhere in the world right now. Catasis is is very yeah. is is so happy seeing this karma buff but yeah. I, in all in all seriousness though i want to take i want to spend a little bit of time on this one because we look back um and you know we saw the meta really warped around maybe not dominated in the same sense that we saw azura relia on a uh, ladder yeah um or even tf fizz in ladder in tournaments but we saw the meta warped around karma ezreal where it was always a looming presence it was something that like you needed to have it was like always in the matchup tables everyone always was thinking about it you needed to factor that into your game plan and it was largely it was largely because of old Ezreal, but it was also largely because of karma and just setting up these game states that really were played in a way that we don't we haven't really seen runeterra played since then where it's like there's a lot of passing back doing nothing and then playing a karma out after it's leveled and then having backup winning. and like and, and winning uh and getting and like having it be a very karma focused game where it's like okay i need to play the karma protect the karma and then there's like battles over the karma and whoever wins that battle effectively wins yeah. even though the game draws out for another 10 turns <laughs> but yeah, yeah. karma is an interesting one because she's one of those cards and this happens in ionia specifically a lot um when she's bad she's unplayable when she's good she's oppressive like it, yeah. her ability doubling spells is really really powerful um and it, it's it is mm -hmm. a game-breaking ability when it works really well so it's really hard to balance her uh we've had some really oppressive karma decks other than ezreal i mean remember spooky karma that was mm -hmm. another deck that just took over the game for a long time we've uh seen some lux karma be pretty good so mm. i i mean I'm I'm excited. I I'm a blue player in Magic. I like I like me some Ionia. <laughs> mm -hmm. So uh I I'm excited. I'm I'm ready Gosh, to see it. You mentioned that and I just remembered that Lux is in Rune Terra. She is, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a rumor, I think. I think they I, oh, they're adding I've her. I played she, so many like weird Lux Poro decks and stuff and I just I forgot that she even existed because like oh yeah, you know, I'll play Garen, I'll play Fiora on occasion, even post up. What wait, Luxus in game? Yeah. Yeah, why why does uh, Demacia have fewer champions? <laughs> yeah, why they just have strictly less champions for some reason. Yeah. Um I'm I'm curious because so many things in Runeterra are balanced so delicately around mana costs and whatnot, and karma just like throws that completely out of the fucking window, right? Like, you know, something like static shock is um uh, a four mana essentially deal two damage right but when you double that you're just you just get so much value yeah. um and you know i i think with with all the new champions as well i i 
I'm hesitant to say I like this change just because I have seen what uh, old karma has done to Runeterra. Um, and I, I don't necessarily like those play patterns. I don't like casting Karma Ezreal mirrors that take mm -hmm. five hours. I'm not yeah. looking forward to that. But in terms she of the slow. game, she can be slow. Um, I, I do think that, in general, the Karma decks are, like, skill-rewarding, which is cool. And it, if we have a more, like, dedicated control deck in Runeterra, I, I think I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. Um Moving on, though, uh, we're seeing the first of a handful of Azir Aurelia nerfs, the first yeah. of which here is Aurelia's level-up condition going from 12 allies to 14 allies. Yep. Uh, so this seems yeah. pretty insubstantial to me. Same with the Azir nerf. Um, it feels like, yeah, maybe this is one turn later, but... Oftentimes it's not because like you'll be attacking with four things at one time and she's just like, Well, yeah. here we go. My guess is it does on average delay her level up by a, about half a turn to a turn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the the biggest thing for me, and I think that this is somewhat consistent with the other changes, um, but we can reference back to this point when, when we see the other ones too. I think that this like the changes were not meant to like, okay, you know what, Azurelia, get out of here. You're not going to be playable anymore. They were specifically not doing that. And they specifically went for the, we are going to make the aggressive matchup for Azir Aurelia much worse and actually have that be a counter to the meta or, or to that deck rather. Whether that decision is a good one or a bad one, that I think is what they went for in like, you know what? If you're playing Azir Burn, you're not just going to, you know, still have to flip a coin. We want to give you an actual very, uh, you know, a better matchup against the deck, which I think, you know, is a good thing to do for these, like, top-tier oppressive decks where it's like you don't even feel like you can go on ladder and encounter them. Yeah, there's there's a handful of just small nerfs that they did to kind of, like, touch this deck. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think it is, on average, like, if you do the math, it's, like, one and a half turns slower, which is... I mean, the deck does kill you probably about two turns too quickly on average. So yeah. with this, with the cards they've added and with the buffs they've added, I'm hoping it just makes it to where it's not the only premier fast deck that you can play and yeah. other decks are kind of in line with it. But we'll see. You will have to see. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Riven, who uh, I believe they, they gave her the... Um, quality of life update oh i'm getting a call on discord for some reason sorry about that uh, ding ding, ding <laughs> friends I, I didn't even know i could be in two discord calls yeah i also don't know why i'm getting a call on that one um anyways uh the they gave her the quality of life here so that when um when you gain the attack token i don't know wait what it's, it's, so now now you don't have to pass into a turn with the right. attack token to get it. It's just you summon her, you have the attack token, cool, you reforce it. It's the way it should have worked the whole time. Right. It, it, it puts it more in line with like how Irelia works in Victor. Right. But wait, does she not get it every turn now, though? Did she I only get one? She, I think she does. And they When I'm summoned, if you have the an attack token? Yeah, I think it still works the same way as before. Just now, also when you summon also it, I think that. they just shortened it on the website. I think it's like just... gotcha. Okay, because if they didn't, 
do that, then she got only reported once. Yeah, that's that would be awkward. I think it then they meant to say it's the same, but also in the turn she comes in. Right. What if it isn't though? Ooh, I'll have to test that. I don't think anybody was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go into the early access event and play Rivet." Right. No, that did not happen. Although I did, we have yeah, whatever. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I I think if it if it is the way we think it is, that's just a good quality of life update for Riven because she was. Um, it just always felt awkward. It was like Riven was not a three drop, which felt really weird because it's like you'd want to play her on like turn four and then come into turn five, I guess, um, which felt a little bit weird. But either way, um, I'm hoping that this is just a buff for Riven because I think Riven also is like one of those like has a lot of potential. People saw her and were like, oh, this is pretty good. And then she only panned out in a very narrow uh, type of deck. But Anyways, next up we've got Heimer, who's getting some stats. Yep. Saucy, what do you what are you thinking about these Heimer Heimer Donger changes? So I uh, at first I thought it was completely uh, didn't matter at all, but it so he's getting plus one plus one. So now he's a two four at level one, a three five at level two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played against some Heimer Dinger today after the buffs, and it did matter. Uh, he was harder to kill on average. He summoned like two more turrets. But he's still very, very, very slow uh, and doesn't mm-hmm. do that much. So I, I don't think he's, like, suddenly super playable. If you like Heimerdinger, I mean, a buff is a buff. It is better stats. He is harder to kill. Mm-hmm. Um, but he didn't really see that much better. Uh, I think his ass got thicker, and that's pretty yeah. sweet. <laughs> he's got big ass. That booty of Heimerdinger. Um, Which matches yeah. his card back. His card back boy's chiseled. Oh, the pool party one? Yeah. Have you seen that one, Amy? He's got those abs. Yeah, I think you might just like Poros. I like those yordles. Not Poros, sorry, yordles. Yordles. I think you might Love just like them. yordles a I lot. I do like yordles. What's wrong with that? They're uh, great. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I I hate Heimerdinger and all of uh, everything that Heimerdinger stands for, so I hope he's never playable. Um, anyways, <laughs> moving on, moving on. Next up, uh, we've got Hecarim who's getting a one health buff. His ass also getting thicker. Yeah. Ooh, and he got that sick clippity clop and yeah. Hey, guess what? Ephemerals. There is a really cool way to do like a zero Hecarim yeah. win super fast. Ooh. This doesn't change that much about Hecarim, but you know, it's yeah. just a cool deck. This and and here I know we were talking about tinfoil hats earlier. I'm putting mine on right now. Perfect. This one specifically, like the Heimer one. Okay, I can get it. I can I can buy into that being a legitimate change. This change, this Hecarim one health buff. This is a. The community has been asking for incremental changes, so we're gonna give you that. But it's the like, oh okay. I'm going to, uh, it, this feels like, um, you know, it feels like a child, like taking everything that you say extremely literally to the point where it's just showing that they are just trying to be rebellious. That's what this feels like. Like, why yeah. did we get a one health buff for Hecarim? This isn't going to change anything at all, but I, I think that this might be the devs testing something. How much more play rate is Hecarim going to get after the most minuscule 
like completely irrelevant change. None. I think absolutely I think, none. Well, I, you'd think that logically that would make sense, but I think that there's actually going to be a pretty big spike. And, and I'm curious, maybe uh, I'm going to have to ping uh, our our good friend Cosmic to see if we can see the in, any increases in uh, hacker and yeah. play rate because that would be hilarious. And I've seen we've seen the inverse where there's a a, a nerf which actually isn't that much of an impact. Where, um, but players still go, oh, nerf equal bad, me no play yeah. bad card, and then it takes like a couple of weeks for the competitive meta to be like, oh no, actually this card's still insane. Um, yep, I, I would be curious because, yeah, it, the second a card gets buffed, even if it doesn't do anything at all, people are like, oh yeah, that card's better now, right? It got buffed, let's play yeah. it. Hecarim's insane now, it can like, you know, oh, block, shit, he's a, the meta. It can block a moose. It can block a moose now. Oh my god, it's true, it can block a yeti! It can oh. block a Yeti. Actually, that it might can be. block a Yeti and live. Yeah. Ooh, see, now, that broken. might actually be relevant. Okay, I take it back. That might actually be relevant. But speaking of things that may or may not be relevant, we've got Azir getting changed. Mm. Now the level up condition is you've summoned 13 units instead of 10. Amy, I know you mentioned uh, a couple of minutes ago that this might not be that big of an impact. I don't think it's that big of an impact. I mean, Azir Aurelia doesn't need to level up to win. It does the 18 damage on turn three without leveling up either of those fools. True. Yeah, uh, I'm going to just jump ahead. Sparring student, everyone's favorite one mana 16-16, did not get touched. So <laughs> we still have to deal with that. And uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, maybe this levels up on turn four instead of turn three now. Mm-hmm. I the thing I I think that Azurelia is still still can be a player in the meta and certainly still is going to be powerful. Again, to the point I made about Hecarim, people are absolutely whether it's right or not, people are absolutely going to see. Ooh, Azir nerf nerf card bad. Me no play bad card. Azurelia tanks in terms of play rate. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's going to shift the meta, and people will be playing different things, and that's. That's what yeah. we need to do. That's what makes the right. game healthier. Because very often you'll just hear people saying, oh, blank is the best deck. And this will be yeah. a streamer or somebody else who's major on yeah. YouTube. And then everybody starts playing the deck. And then everybody yep. who isn't playing that deck has to start countering the deck. And you have to tech against it. And it just becomes mm -hmm. this inbred meta, even if that's not necessarily the best deck. Yep. Just like that week where we saw nothing but uh, unyielding kegs. Thanks. And that was Saucy. awesome. That was awesome. Come on. <laughs> I got you. It's fun. That deck was fun. Shut up. Uh, that deck was sweet. Um, but yeah, I think you know we'll see players like um, you know Drizoth who will be like, yeah. So this is still the nuts, and we'll end up still playing it, just like we saw Filthy Gamer Weeb holding up uh, Twisted Fate Fizz on the back on his back, and just completely dominating uh, in ranks for so long. Yeah. But we'll see. I, I you know I won't hark too much on the Azure Aurelia stuff until we actually see the results of it. I, I think. This is maybe slowing it down. Like I think, you know, the popular consensus is like a turn and a half, which in some matchups it could absolutely make a key difference, and in some it's not going to make any at all. Up yep. next, we've got our good boy Susan. Hello, Mister uh, Puppy. Losing, uh, losing fearsome on level one. Yep. Level two and three still do have fearsome. Saucy, is this is uh, does this matter even a little bit? 
think it's somewhat relevant. Um, I don't think it changes anything. So it, uh, jumping up ahead again, there's the Thresh Nasus deck really didn't get changed much. Uh, there's an yeah. Abomination change, and I think this, and that's it. Mm. Um, and it matters sometimes because a lot of times they get such an aggressive opening where you are down mm. to like incremental health. So now you can block it with your spider tokens from Vile Feast and stuff like yeah. that. So I think that being able to chump block is huge because it means yeah. they can't just swing in with it at seven power and atrocity mm -hmm. it and be like, well, that's game. Yep. If you yeah. just took a little bit of damage earlier on. So I think it helps. It definitely helps. And without changing the deck at all, like you're still playing the exact same you were before if you like Thresh Nasus. Still has Fearsome and Spell Shield on two and three. Mm. Um, I think it makes sense. And it makes this level two feel more differenter than level one. Yeah. So I like it. It's fine. Yeah. The level up version was like, I gain Spell Shield, and that's the only thing you care about. Oh, uh, whoa. The Wither is sometimes relevant because of the Fearsome. That's it. That is very true. Yeah. That is very true. Now, yeah, I guess this definitely makes sense from a flavor standpoint as well at least it makes the level two feel real now mm -hmm. rather than just like okay nasus is bigger and better cool big dog big big dog bigger now um big yeah so again i'm not i'm not 100 percent sure on the implications uh from a competitive standpoint i think the deck is still going to be roughly the same power level yep. just a little bit lower maybe which is nice um okay we've got siver who's getting a uh uh, losing five damage that you need to do to level her up, so she's gonna only you're only gonna need to do thirty damage to uh, level up the Siver. Uh, Amy, what do you think about Siver? Uh, I feel like this is fine. I never keep track of when she's gonna level up anyway because I forget. <laughs> That's true. The Oracle Eye. True, yeah, though. it's like uh oh yeah 30 damage how how many turns does 30 damage take what when am i doing this i i don't pay attention because i'll play silver levant that's about the only deck i play silver and yeah. i played like some silver riven too and it's just like oh what i'm doing this huh i guess she leveled up look at that i, I yep. can't block with her she dies to everything yeah you don't block with silver i like this a lot uh i was actually playing a lot of silver zed uh and it always felt she like she leveled up like two turns too slow yeah. Uh, so I think this this helps quite a bit, and Sivir's really cool. Like she's interesting. Once she levels up, she provides some very interesting attack choices, uh, especially with things like double attack. So I, mm. I, I like this a lot. I'd love to see more champions from Sharima see play yeah. that aren't just Azir. Yeah, I mean we might be seeing uh, we might be seeing uh, Rexai soon, um, but yeah, I think uh, you know Sivir Sivir's a cool one. Um, I feel like I had a point to make about her, but I don't remember what it was. We've got a lot more stuff to talk about, so let's move Next. on to Talia. Um, Saucy, can you explain what this is? I don't. So this I'm, one's I'm worded really like the wording on this was actually giving me a migraine. And when I went over this <laughs> okay, on the it video, wasn't just me. No, it's not just you. I went over this. So there is. I didn't even test it today because I forgot to. There are two different ways that this can work. So how I'm going to explain it. Here's what they say. So it changed from uh, attack, deal two to my blocker. If it's dead or gone, deal two to the enemy nexus instead. If you have a landmark, you do it two more times. Uh -huh. Now how it reads is attack, deal two to my blocker three times. If it's dead or gone, deal two to the enemy nexus instead. So they remove the landmark clause. Uh -huh. And there's two ways that can, could potentially work. I hope it works like this first way. So you attack with her. She puts mm -hmm. on the stack the three copies of deal two damage, uh -huh. and it works like it did before. 
where if the thing's dead or not there, it hits the nexus for each of those instances yep. of two damage. I'm hoping that's how it works, but the way it's worded, it could also mean it puts the three things on the stack. If the thing that it's blocking dies, it only hits the nexus for two total, which I'm hoping isn't the case because that's a strict be nerf. Yeah, that's that's one of those things where like you pretty much always have a landmark app for her anyway. So I assume that's just what it is. It's just a landmark requirement yeah. and then fixing yeah. the verbiage. But yeah, it it is not clear, and I didn't it test not. it either. So yeah. I'm hoping it's the buff way because Talia could use the help. Uh, not I would still like Talia's to be buffed so that if she is removed from combat, her ability still goes yeah. through. Yeah. I wonder if this or her blocker the verbiage. If it's dead or gone, deal two to the enemy. I wonder if this verbiage actually opens it up so that if she does die, the two damage still happens. That's what I'm thinking and hoping hmm. because that was one of the most frustrating. Like that was as yeah. frustrating as Zed getting, or not Zed, uh, Vlad. when Vlad would get removed from combat, his I... ability would fizzle. That was the most frustrating <laughs> thing. And Tali is the exact same way. Yeah, but it still says my blocker. So I don't yeah. think they changed that part. But it's also still Riot. And <laughs> Legends of Runeterra game, so I don't take what the card says for meaning very much at all. Um, but... You're just spoiled by modern magic cards, what with their clear text. I mean, you know, they've done some good things, I would say. Yeah. Um, Icy Cauldron, now that's a card I need back. Um, that's that card from Ice Age that has like five paragraphs of text, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, that's that's how I want my card games. I want to read a novel of rules text. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm actually you know, I think Talia and the Turbo Thralls deck might actually be in a very interesting yes. spot in the meta, considering um, not necessarily the buffs to the deck, but the nerfs to other stuff that was mm -hmm. preying on it. Yep. Uh, anyways, we've got Tarek, who's getting uh, plus one plus one, right? No, plus plus no plus, plus one zero health. plus one. This is another He's getting a bigger ass. Yeah, another Hecarim level change. I think this impacts Tarek more than it would impact Hecarim, yeah, but I think exactly. overall... Yeah. Absolutely does, because you have to attack with Tarek multiple times because it's yeah. support. What does Hecarim like you attack once? Cool. Yeah, Hecarim, you usually attack once and you win. So. Yeah. Um, I will say that I had a good amount of fun with the Tarek uh, Demacia Golden Aegis deck where you like rally three times in a turn. That's super fun. Yeah. Or Tarek um, J. Madarda. Let's go. Ooh. Draw, draw like 20 cards. Ooh. Yeah, he got a bigger Tarek, butt. Tarek, uh, Tarek Echo, maybe? Does, does one of the new Echo spells interact with him? I don't know. Uh, we'll let, I'll let you, uh, you two brewers get to it. Um, Aphelios getting the one health back, but not yep. reverting the moon weapon. Don't care. <laughs> hey, does not die to Mystic Shot, I think true. is huge. That yeah. is definitely true, but also Aphelios can only die to Mystic Shot if I'm playing Aphelios, which I don't want to do if the moon weapon costs three. Yeah. So... It's amazing how Aphelios's <laughs> nerfs just totally tanked him. You talked before about how Riot didn't want to make Azure Aurelia completely unplayable. Mm -hmm. When Aphelios got nerfed, he just fell off the face of the map. Just oh, like, yeah. It's gone. He went from excellent to terrible. I wish the moon weapons cost um, like 2.5 mana. For like... Some of them should cost 2, some of them should cost 3. I think it'd there be fine. Go. I think they're afraid of it being too complicated, but they should just take the wizard's approach with that one and say, fuck it, who cares? Okay, Learn the he cards. Okay, here's my thing. 
I, I, I don't mean to go on a huge tangent because we still have a ton of stuff to talk about, but that's a thing that has always been said. It, it, it's mostly been said with like, I, I've heard it from, um, you know, wizards with magic. We heard it a ton with Hearthstone over the years, but that is, will make this argument of like, Oh, it's too complicated for newer players. When have you ever had a new player be like, Oh, well, I'm not playing this game because I read one card. And even though I had someone explain it to me or I saw someone play it, I quit the game. That's me. All the time, people will be like, try my board game. Especially like now that I'm oh, a major content true. creator, they'll true. be like, try my board game. And it will be like a released full-fledged game. This isn't like a little yeah. indie game. It's been play tested. And I'll be like, mm -hmm. what the hell does this rule manuals mean? I don't know how to start the first turn. I spent 30 minutes trying to figure this out. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put this back in the box and say thank you. That is and uh not say anything disparaging about the game and just be like i'm too dumb for this i have ADHD. i can't work. handle this yeah I, I i get that for sure when it comes to like core parts of a game but like one card and especially when in a game like runeterra or even hearthstone or even mtg arena where it's like the game will play the card for you yeah, I, trial I and know. error sort of I stuff don't. like or like you can watch a streamer or like I don't know. I'm I, I buy that argument less. Uh I found myself like forgiving that sort of thought process less lately because it's like I feel like you gotta give the players a little bit of credit. But yeah, Aphelios, rest in peace, my friend. You're still you're still trash. Aww, um make it rain and okay that's all the that's all the champion chains we're now moving on to followers spells there are landmarks. some of, there are some of these yeah. that are important not all of them that's but yeah true. make it rain is huge, huge. Make it rain. That. yeah i'm scared uh i hated make it rain it too um i hated playing against it more specifically i didn't it, the card was very good um i'm scared of make it rain could see um Ophelio, or not Ophelios, ezreal uh tf back maybe Maybe. Yeah, I mean, uh, especially with MF. Yeah, it's great that, you know, because MF's Mega Rain is also getting this. Hey, yep. the yeah. next one, this one's super important. Uh, Black Market Merchant being able yes. to live through even, like, blocking a Sand Soldier. Awesome. 100% yeah. love it. Amazing. Need more Pilfer buffs. Uh, uh, RIP yeah. Pilfer, now it's NAV. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Black Market Merchant, another card that people have absolutely hated over the years. Um, Love that just, card. Yeah, I think it's super I know. Cool. I just want to play my opponent's deck. <laughs> Same. I don't want to play my own shit. Let me play your cards. Theirs are better. Yeah. I want my opponent's be a, a better deck builder than me. Fuck that. <laughs> I really want there to be a, uh, a legendary, or not a legendary, a champion. Maybe not a champion. Maybe just an epic. Um, at some point, that is like the super plunder that literally steals the entire opponent's deck and like replaces it with something. Oh, Bilge Water Watcher. Build, build Watcher. Wait, the Bilge Watcher. Bilge Watcher. <laughs> oh, I want that. Give me the Bilge Watcher. Give me all your all right. shit. Yeah, you heard it here first, give. folks. The Bilge Watcher. If it ever happens, you know that we came up with it. <laughs> yep uh yeah that'd be sweet okay double up a card that i would i would bet most people didn't know existed unless you're an expeditions player going from six down to five cost gonna make literally zero impact i think on huge, uh slot bot this is huge yeah, yeah this one's nice. no joke 
I got ranched so hard by a slot bot today. This is no joke. So slot bot, it got its ability buffed. Now not only on round start does it get its effect, but also on summon and round start. It's huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, th this means that like I know the card draw package for TF got nerfed, but yeah. who cares? Like astute academic slot bot, that's the dream. Yeah, uh, maybe we can see the casino deck come back. Uh, although I mean TF is kind of took its spot, but even so, I got ranched hard by slot bot today, and it was not fun. So yeah, this is a huge <laughs> one. This is a huge one. Maybe this will get Nola Gold back into uh, playing a little bit more often. Um, anyways, we've got Confront here, which is the Shivana spell uh, going from uh, three down to two costs. Good. I'm now <laughs> going to feel less bad about having to cast this. Um, yeah, exactly. But still not super Just excited good. to do it. Uh, let's see. We saw uh, Mage Seeker Insider going from a 4-3 to a 4-4. Four, four. Cool. Cool well, card saw very little plays, getting a one health buff. Congratulations, uh, Mage Seeker fans. Uh, Laurent Blankybear. Uh, this one I think is actually pretty relevant. Uh, two going from a four mana two three up to a four mana three three, and this is of course the play granted ally plus two plus two. This card already saw fringe play, um, and a two three stat line is just so much worse than a three three. Like it, it really is a pretty big break point. Um, I, I think we. This may very well um, be a a staple like one to two of in these sort of unit based Demacia decks, like a you know what traditionally would be the Shen Fiora. Um, sometimes Shen J four, maybe other things now. Um, I might be playing I, it in Scout Teemo. Uh, it's yeah. one I'm, I'm messing Ooh, with. Thick Teemo. Yeah. Thick. Yeah, I I like this. Uh, I like the Laurent uh, Bladekeeper uh, buff a lot. Okay, here's a big one. Yeah, Saucy, yeah. I know this one, I know this one for you and for Amazonian going to be a, a big one. Yep. Howling Abyss going down to six cost. It's awesome. I mean, it, it's a full turn earlier. Yeah. It's a landmark, so you can't use spell mana for it. Um, and Howling Abyss is one of the most fun cards in the entire game. And now it comes yeah. out earlier. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, in terms of competitive, I know they were... Uh, some people on Twitter saying that this is the most busted card ever. Um, oh, yeah. It's still definitely. not. Uh, <laughs> and it never has been. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, this card is super fun. I think it, like it's close to being a value card. And also, like, in a Karma-style deck that just wants to do nothing and stall, this is a card that can give you a lot of value. So I don't It's a, it's a win con for control decks. Yeah. Uh, it's fun. Uh, this next card is weird because they changed the name of the card as well. So they changed Rin Shadowblade. Uh, they renamed it to Better Yasuo. So they made it a <laughs> uh, they made it a four three quick attack in Ionia. Wow, Better Yasuo has been called. I mean, yep. Ren Shadow. I love Ren Shadowblade. Same. I played, I played it in a Demacia Ionia. Uh, I think it was Zed Lucian deck, and it was just like I just loved that card. Dude, I was playing that today. Ionia got some sick buffs, uh, and Ren Shadowblade might actually be a legitimate card now. Like, not even kidding. Yeah, really, really looking forward to maybe playing it. Um. Dancing Droplet has now lost a tune. Yep. Yay! Which, I don't know why I had it in the first place. Why did it have a tune? Why did it have a tune? It's 
like it doesn't feel like the other attune cards because it's not like a bilgewater fishy and it was already yeah. like above rate otherwise and has this ability it doesn't need to pay for half of the recall spell yeah yeah uh, yeah so i think uh this is you know it's not a quality of life change for the card it's a quality of life change for everyone else in the world yep. uh, <laughs> um but speaking of quality of life changes uh green glade lookout getting that one health this is a card that in the old days saw some play and i'm talking like closed beta days um but now like we've seen in ionia these strike effects when a unit goes from an x1 to an x2 be hugely impactful i'm thinking river shaper yeah. is the biggest one that jumps out where that's like a, a you know a card that sees a ton of play in you know the shen fiora barrier style decks i would not be surprised if we saw green green glade lookout um in those type of decks and i know you know the type of decks that uh you saucy and, and amazonian are looking to play these these sort of you know decks that have these big win cons in them this could help fuel those yeah it's uh i mean this is a really cool card i played it in some like big dragon decks with cadragrin and uh there was that weird like katarina combo deck uh, that played it but yeah the 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 second health i mean you get it the effects two times it's it's huge uh and he's got really good voice lines they're here sound the alarm <laughs> really good sound the alarm take the high ground <laughs> so cool uh you'll love to see it um okay uh young witch getting a yeah. one health Sorry, I cut you off. I'm just excited. No, go ahead. Go, take it you. away. Take it away. You're excited Doesn't about Young Witch. Dive. She can block Teemo. Just so yeah. many things here. Does it let you block also, like, I don't know, Zoe. There's a bunch of 1-1 one, one elusives, the stupid yeah, dancing droplet. droplet. And yeah. now Young Witch can be like, eat my ass. I'm going to sit here <laughs> and I'm going to buff my best friend, Lulu, yeah. and you're going to die. Yeah, and I think that's what she says now on attack. Eat my ass! Say, that's, that's <laughs> She's new. like, eat my ass! Yeah, I love that. Oh, uh, Riot, please. Riot, <laughs> no, oh, God. Riot employees listen to this, don't they? I'm sorry. No, that's perfect, because I want that to happen. You attack, you know, Lulu with Young Witch. Eat my ass! Like, whoa! What yeah. just happened? We, no, this is, the, this is our payment. We gave you uh, Bilge Watcher for free. The we also gave them a is we need we need the new young witch voice line in the game. Yeah, we uh, I also designed LeBlanc back in closed beta, so I gave them LeBlanc for free. There you go. There you go. Eat my uh, ass. <laughs> uh, Her nice. with the with the green glade uh, lookout. Oh my gosh! Sound the alarm! Eat my ass. Nice, nice, nice. nice. Uh, anyways, <laughs> episode sixty nine, folks. That's true. It wouldn't be episode 69 if it wasn't uh, nice. Um, okay, so we've got... Oh, boy. Here's another one that is making uh, beta nice. players and, and early Legends of Runeterra players uh, cringe at least a little bit. Will Sir William of Ionia getting going back down to four mana. I know we live in a different world uh, of Runeterra. The, the, the desert is vast. The the meta is fun, smile. It's a different world than what we once had, but boy, am I scared of four mana Will of Ionia. Yeah. yeah. We, we've all lived through it. We know it's good, and it means that you only need to have like one extra 
mana above your spell mana and yeah. kind of like deny it's really really strong for tempo decks mm -hmm. also yeah. makes uh, Yasuo slightly better but he's still not going to get played so whatever no, now that they made better Yasuo better. <laughs> yeah. I don't know Saucy are you, uh, are you uh, happy to see our, our good friend Will back I mean I am but again I'm a degenerate control player so yeah I would love to just you go to atrocity and I laugh at you with Ionia's William. Ooh, so true. Uh, yeah, I miss I miss four mana will, especially since I'm probably going to be playing uh, Lee Sin in this new meta. Uh, anyways, uh, twin disciplines going uh, finally getting changed. This is a card that like was in the meta for a while. It saw a decent amount of playback in you know old like pre Bilgewater days, and then never saw play again. Twin Discipline going from three down to two mana. Yep. I don't know. I, I don't... I mean, maybe this is Cease play now is like a one of or two of in like Shen Fiora decks. I'm not, not sold on it. I really like this. So Twin Disciplines, when the game first came out, was like one of the premier buff spells that we had because there just wasn't other things. We didn't have things like Sharp Side, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, I think at two mana, it makes you consider it. I think if you're still in... Like, it makes you be able to play buffs index that aren't like Demacia. So if you're wanting to play like the uh, elusive plus frail your decks or elusive plus whatever, it gives you more options. Um, I like this card because it requires a lot of skill. Like it's a skill testing card. You have to decide yeah. when to use it and what to use it on and how to use it. Um, so I really like it. And two mana burst spell, it's it's could be solid. It could be solid. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm um. I'm unfazed by Twin Discipline. I, I think it is it is useful. It's versatile. Eh, I'm not I'm not super uh, impressed by it, but I am pretty impressed not only by uh, Incisive Tactician's immaculate mustache, but also by the fact that he is now a five five. I'm, I'm yeah. very. I mean, are we? Are, is this a um? Can can this go infinite with LeBlanc now? I guess it wouldn't go you infinite. Can, you can use it's the only on summon. Oh, but I guess the mimic. Yeah, yeah, if you mimic, if you mimic it, it will keep doing because you can now mimic it because it has five attack. Hmm. You wouldn't go infinite because it wouldn't. You'd need mana, right? Yeah, and but you can also, you can copy it can and it will trigger its own effect. Yeah, yeah. If you had a way to okay, wait, cloud drinker. Is... Okay, or you could do <laughs> if you're playing Victor and you play the new. Yes. Um, the 10 mana spell that makes all your stuff cost one less. Okay. And it makes them all created spells. I think that would be infinite. Well, uh, because you still need, you need board space. That's the problem. Yeah. You can, There's you can a still... way you can make this happen. That's all I'm saying. All right. All I'm saying is uh, saucy. You're the, uh, the streamer to do it, but yeah. yeah but I... Box list. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I could see this. I, Honestly, that could be a good enough reason to run this, like as an actual like over the top win condition for these, um, you know, LeBlanc, maybe Cipher LeBlanc, or maybe LeBlanc something else. Um, now, but... the the best thing about this, the flavor win before it was a reputation card that couldn't trigger reputation, and now it yeah. can. It's silly. I have the name. I need the reputation. Yeah. Uh, anyone know that card? Uh, maybe chat will know. Um, Never heard yeah. of it. I don't know. Pretty good. Uh, City Breaker, wow the 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 buff we were all asking for. <laughs> City Breaker now has one power. 
coming through. Did you even know it could attack? I didn't. I thought it had that thing where it had to sit on the back mobile. line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I uh I mean it kind of attacks every turn, right? But uh... it's got as much attack as Zillion! Oh <laughs> strong. I feel like I'd be more afraid of a city breaker versus an old man, but I don't know. Old man could goes to the gym. I'm definitely afraid of our good friend Jama Darda, who's now a five five instead of a yes. four four. Love it. More Jama Darda buffs. Keep going. I just so much want Jama Darda to be a deck that is fun. good. It's not good, but it's so no. fun. Speaking of not good, we've got Minute uh Middenstoke Henchman, a card Yay. again. Her god existed. Now going from a 5-3 up to a 5-4. Amy, you sound excited about this I've one. tried to make it work so hard, and it never does, but it's never stopped me. <laughs> well, now you've got at least, uh, you can at least now survive, get excited. At least now it doesn't die to, like, a random 2-cost 3-1. True. True. I just, like, it's just, you know. It's just not good. <laughs> nope. Um, maybe someday. I don't know what you'd need. I mean, it, maybe if it had, if it cost like eight and had elusive built on it, maybe then it would be interesting. But mm -hmm. um, up next we have, I think, arguably one of the most impactful changes in the entire patch, yeah. and that is Rummage going from one up to two mana. Rummage was a uh, catalyst for a ton of decks. Uh, discard aggro as Draven, uh, Ruben Pile, yeah, anything that had P and Z almost, uh, almost always ran rummage. And now I I've seen people saying that the card's dead. Uh, at the very least, it is significantly worse. Um, Saucy, where are you seeing, uh, where are you seeing rummage? So, rummage was like the most efficient card draw we had in the game, just period. One mana draw True. two is essentially how it worked. Um, and, and it seems like they've, they've hit a few very efficient card draw spells with this patch. I I mean, I'm Piltover's on is my favorite region. Rummage is one of my favorite cards. It always has been. But I do like the change to where any card that's an auto-include in every deck, I do think is probably on the... on. Needs to be thought about if it's too powerful. And yeah. every PNZ deck, you just auto include rummage. Like it's just like you put it in because why would you not? I think as we got more and more things that created a yeah. uh, fleeting card, yeah. and this discard became more and more free. Yep. This nerf makes sense because if you have something yeah. like ballistic bot, it, you didn't hurt your hand. You didn't discard a valuable thing. It was just like whatever. And yeah. ignition in the trash. Give me goods. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now you're actually going to have to pay a cost for that, which is, uh, I think, at Two the very whole least, man of wow, at least fair, which is, and especially you know, with like the, thinking about other think buffs and nerfs of this patch, like Karma coming back if it becomes meta again. Karma Rummage is one of the most degenerate things that you can do. You discard two and oh, draw four. Oh, that's right. And it's oh. it, like that. That was one of the big reasons uh. that you know the Ezreal Karma deck was dumb. One mana draw four is pretty stupid. So. Um, yeah, it, it makes sense. And yeah. I feel like this is one of those cards. There's a few cards in the game, Karma included, but I think Rummage is one of those cards that we'll probably see three more changes in the future. This card's going to be tinkered with more. Uh, I don't think this will be the final version of Rummage. Yeah, I I, uh, I, I agree. 
Um, okay, up next, another PNZ card. Tri-Demon Probulator going up from four, going up to uh, five from four. Yeah. This one, this one hurts. Big. People hate Tri-Beam and Probulator. This is one of those cards that players hate to lose to because there is that that uh, RNG component. I yeah. do, at least in some of the most fun games. I remember one game specifically in the seasonals with the Snapvine that was summoned off of the oh, Tri-Beam. Yes. And it led to some of the, got the to craziest cast that game stuff. So yeah. Yeah. It's insane. So there was Tri-Beam and Probulator that made a Snapvine to screw over the person. And there was yeah. also Tri-Beam and Probulator to make a Shark Chariot. Yeah. And both True. of those were like, oh my god, you just needed a blocker and this is yeah. not it, buddy. Yeah, I remember that like... was the game. He had to tri-beam and probulator his own snap bind to get yeah. another snap bind to try yep. and get lethal. It's uh I, I get this, I get this nerf. It it's just one of those like it is a very powerful tempo card. I knew it was on Riot's radar. I if they were gonna nerf it, I'm glad they did something like this and not. I know a l some people were talking about like them making it start at zero, where it was like start at zero damage, summon a zero cost. I would have hated yeah. that. Uh, I think that feels yeah. really bad. Um, but I mean, it also kind of could have been a low key buff because the zero costs a bunch of them are like the three two. <laughs> there, yeah, get, get butcher every True. time. <laughs> Specter, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a. Uh... <laughs> It it is interesting. It like the 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 cost is big because in the decks you're playing this, you want to chain multiple spells a turn. So mm -hmm. now you can't play. You usually probably aren't playing two of these a turn and something else. Uh, right. Like you playing an Ezreal into this into something else is a lot harder to chain spells now. Yeah, I do, I do like that. It now you have to like really think about playing it and like have it be more like a. This is your whole turn type of thing. So. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll see it, uh, you know, in more control decks. But even then, it's hard to get. It's hard to get up. Uh, it's it's hard to get the uh, the damage up there. But we shall see. Okay, next up is another extremely impactful meta change here. Watcher uh, not only needs to see. Uh, well, I guess it doesn't technically need to see, but you need to summon an additional five plus cost ally to make it cost zero or four. You have to summon five plus eight cost plus yeah. allies to make it cost zero. And now when it attacks, it doesn't obliterate the whole deck. It obliterates all but three non-champions in the deck. So getting the Maokai treatment. Yep. I mean, this is just complete. I mean, this makes TLC not good, right? Like yeah, the clock from TLC is now at like at least three turns lower. Like Watcher is just a good card now, not a actual game ender on the spot. Which I think yeah. a lot of people wanted. This is this is another change that I really like. There's a lot of ways. Watcher needed change. Um, it's one of the most feel yeah. bad cards in the game. Uh, if, and if they weren't going to hit Spectral Matron and they wanted to change this, uh, I'm okay with this change because TLC gets hit really hard with this. The the mm -hmm. myth, Spectral Matron uh, combo. You do this, it gets hit hard. But all of the other decks that are playing it, like yeah. the Turbo Thralls, the yeah. um, Timelines uh, deck that plays it, all of those right. decks, they're still completely viable. They didn't just like neuter the card completely, as where that just adds an additional clock to your win. Um, I like that, and uh, I dig it because three three or more extra turns is huge against the deck. Huge. Yeah. Uh, 
rip watcher rip tlc uh you had your time in the sun and now it's uh i guess time for uh feel the rush to come back i don't know i don't know what uh no, I, turbo thralls has always been really close and we saw true. it do really really well uh well at least we saw it do well enough to get you know top four in this na seasonals um true so it, that deck could get refined more and honestly like it's it's not a joke uh, the um timelines trundle decks are viable options and like mm -hmm. this this is a good i mean the card's good in it so i think yeah. this will just a lead to i think the problem with the watcher before is it led to so much uh design restriction with deck building because why would you build a different control deck when tlc was so powerful so now yeah. there's other control options in the game especially with karma coming back yep okay so um we are uh we still have a ton to talk about so i'm going to run through a bunch of these changes yeah. like super quick so we can talk about the new cards uh rasa got a got plus one plus one dusk rider got uh plus one plus zero not relevant escape abomination i think is relevant losing one health this used to yeah. be a four four was so a four two yeah um so that's uh i think a good change stalking shadows another big one uh going up to three cost uh the clock hand now is seven seven it, four seven was such a weird uh stat line on that one but yeah Raz Raz Bloodmane now going up to a seven seven. We have a seven mana seven seven fearsome. That feels like it should be playable. It's probably not. Uh Dune Keeper getting the old switcheroo going to a one two instead of a two one. Another uh I think I think this is way more relevant than the other nerfs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No longer one mana decimate. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, uh, this I mean this is the same thing. Any card that's an auto include in every deck is probably yeah. too powerful. Yep. Mountain Sojourners uh, becoming a Bull Elnuk as a 4-5 instead of a 2-5. Maybe we see a Tarek, uh, a Tarek support deck. Sun Guardian gets plus 0, plus 1. Uh, Star Shaping loses a Health Healed, which I think is super relevant. Yep. Serpent is now a 1-1 one, one instead of a 2-1. Another super relevant change. And then the Fangs is now a 2-2 two, two instead of a 3-2. Can't block Fearsome. is going to be way worse at stabilizing against some of these aggressive decks. Super great um i think overall i mean 40 something changes i think overall i'm giving my thumbs up to almost all of them i'm a little bit scared of a couple but overall i'm giving a thumbs up to that patch can i give you guys my tinfoil hat now i have a yes. tinfoil hat theory so everyone yeah. listening get out your tinfoil hats that i know you keep next to your your listening devices this is <laughs> saucy mailman's tinfoil hat prediction so tinfoil hat we have a smattering of incremental stat changes across the board of all different mana costs. Um, there's, like I said, 40-some changes. And this is my theory. Now, with Echo being in the game and with Elnux getting a buff and all of this, mm -hmm. concurrent timelines is going to see more play because that card is good. And this is a strict buff to concurrent timelines across the board because you're usually summoning this random shit like Sojourners and uh, uh -huh. the, the Sun Man and all this stuff you don't normally play. Yeah. But now that all those units are better, concurrent timelines is better. So now timelines got a buff because of that. All these random assorted cost units getting buffs is a buff to timelines. You yes. To because everyone's going to be playing timelines, or at least you should. It's one of the most fun cards in the game. Yeah. Make it prismatic. It's the best value. Uh, it, I mean, I can't argue with that. It gives you effectively every unit in the game uh, prismatic, kind of. Same with, I think, Victor's spell makes everything prismatic. Ooh. Ooh. 
makes your whole deck prismatic. What Ooh, if my deck is shiny. already prismatic? Should I then you double shiny? Uh, yeah, double super prismatic? shiny. It's like blinding. You know how sometimes there's a visual bug yes. where like tough looks the like the lights just like too much. Yeah, it does that. Yeah, yeah, so good. Uh, but we also have new cards too. Can you believe it? We just spent all that time talking about these changes to old cards. We got new ones. Um, we won't go through everything, but uh, I guess maybe we each pick out two cards. We should talk about the champs. I feel like those are yeah, those the are the champs. ones that matter, and everything just kind of yes. supports them. I like it. Let's talk about Rek'Sai first. Uh, we've got Rek'Sai, the three mana, three, six, Lurk. Uh, when uh, I Lurk or attack, grant Lurker allies everywhere, plus one, plus zero, round end, place me into your deck. Amazonian, what do you think about Rek'Sai? She's a big girl, and I like her a lot. But the fact that she disappears on round end, even on... I originally thought it was just on, like, when you were attacking with her. Right. No! She's just like, y'all see you nerds later! Dip! And it's not like she goes back into the top three cards of your deck. She's just gone. And I don't believe she has a signature card, either, that tutors her to the top of the deck or into hand. So she's just like... See you nerds later. Hope you draw me again. Yeah. You can put her on top of the deck if you have her in your hand already. Yes, <laughs> so, with like yeah. a bone charge or something. Yeah. So Rek'Sai is one that I thought was poopy when they first mm-hmm. showed her. After playing with her, she's actually fucking nuts. Yeah, uh, the lurk levels, is cool. She levels up really, really fast. And when you have the card where you put it, put something onto the top of your card and then do anything, uh, that with her, if you do that twice, your board is gigantic because she lurks twice. So when she's on top, Ooh. you get plus two attack on all your shit that's attacking. Right. She's actually kind of bananas. She's better in your hand and on your deck than in play most of the time. And she's really fast to level up. She's actually crazy. Oh right. So the when I lurk, that that refers to when they're on top of the deck. Yep. Yep. Oh, so if you put her on okay. top, if she's the top card, she he gets the regular lurks. lurk and then she also does it again. Yeah, she's a double lurker. <laughs> she's, she's she's a little scary. She's actually and she closes out games. When she's leveled up, she gets overwhelmed and she a big girl. She All got big right. stats. Yeah, when I love love create three random lurkers in hand. But I feel like you have to play her with Bilgewater because just the support yep. in Sharima or Bilgewater alone doesn't feel like enough for a full lurk tribal. So yeah. definitely a narrow deck build, but a strong, aggressive card in that build. Yeah. I mean I still wanna I still wanna build Rek'Sai control where you're blocking with Rek'Sai because she goes back in your deck and then yeah. turn you can just block and then she like just bad regenerates. Brom. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm but all it's about cheaper Braum. It's cheaper Braum and, and has attack. I don't yeah. know. It's probably trash, but I still want to do it. Um, okay. Who else do we have? We of course have Pike. Pike. Our good boy Pike, there he is. Four mana, two, three, quick attack and lurk. When I lurk, transform me into death from below. And he levels up when allied uh, pikes have dealt 15 plus damage, which is interesting because of the way he works. Um, 
it just needs to be Pike deals damage, but it's not I have done damage because that would refer to the individual card. It's Pike anywhere cumulatively has to have done damage, which is nice because it would be pretty bad. Also, this level up is nutty and really, really frustrating. Yeah, yeah there's when the it level does up. happen, it's, it's, it's good. It's really good. Yeah, when I look... Uh, yeah, when he levels up, uh, he basically well the the spell the um the death from below uh it's a four mana spell lurk uh, it has lurk and it's a fast speed spell summon pike striking an enemy and uh, that's not striking each other so it's not single combat it is concerted yeah. strike yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so pike yeah. is one that uh oh. Yeah, so Pike's interesting because I thought Pike was a lot more nutty than he is. After playing with him a bunch, when he is death from below, when you get the lurk, very, very strong. But that doesn't always happen because you do need, like, he has to be on top of your deck. You have to attack and him turn into the spell. Otherwise, just playing him is kind of weak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, because he needs to, the level up version we can see on the screen, uh, when I kill an enemy, I strike the weakest enemy. And that can stack. Yeah. So, like, if there's a bunch of, uh, you know, small units on the board, you can, uh, you know, goblin sharpshooter them yeah. all away. It just makes Kindred look bad, though. True. Like, he is. I kind of wish Kindred worked this way. Yeah, yeah, I know. Same. Sad. Can we get some Fs in the chat for Kindred, unfortunately? Yeah. But... I think Pike is definitely cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I think Pike, as part of the Lurk package, is where he shines. Yeah, yeah. It, it does feel, I know people were talking about this before, but it feels like a um, TK Soraka type of scenario where it's like, the deck kind of builds itself because you need a certain like density of Lurk cards for it to work, and there's not a ton of um, room for non-Lurk cards. Um, plus, it's worth noting that Pike's uh champion spell is bone skewer which is really cool a card that yes obviously we saw get released beforehand um and has seen some play uh obviously works extremely well with pike um but yeah, yeah. I, I, i'm really interested in what pike is doing even if that deck is like a very narrow uh like sort of builds itself type of deck that's fine i like that you know tk soraka uh, and where it is and, and what it means for runeterra I'm, I'm fine with that good okay last uh champ we have here is the one that was revealed today that is echo saucy do you want to talk to us about echo echo is fun as shit uh quite good and really really easy to level up even just in piltover and zon uh, okay i was able to level him up super easy without going into any other regions i was just oh. playing like mono pnz um, we got the new Piltover and Zon predicts one that like puts three copies into your deck. But every time he strikes, you get one of his time tricks in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's if if he is on defense or attacking, uh, he is not hard to level up. And when he levels up, it's very, very good. He's he's strong. <laughs> he's strong. His uh, chrono break or whatever it's called when he levels up, it just mm-hmm. wins the game when you play it. It's It's nuts. It's so good. Amy, I saw you nodding your head when talking about Echo. I just thought it was Echo. really fun. Yeah, I was playing um, uh, Echo with Zillion. Found uh-huh. it to be a really fun deck. And uh, 
works very nicely. And the supporting package is also pretty cool. It doesn't feel overpowered right now to no. me. Um, feels flexible. Feels like there's different ways to play with the card. Uh, yeah. I like it. Yeah, when I first saw Echo, um, and I, granted, I have not played with Echo yet, so this is still pending actually building a deck with him and, and playing him, but I don't know. I'm kind of not on the hype train of Echo as much as other people. I think, um, you know, it's a bad argument, but the whole, like, die submissive shot thing, I think, holds some value like being an x2 definitely sucks on the yeah. non-leveled side um but also um you know he has quick attack which is great and when he strikes he creates you know preordained which i like also, a lot he is really easy to level so very often yeah. you play him he's already leveled and then yeah. boom like no longer dies to mystic shot yeah and he can level that, in your hand that is true that's very good and then of course the um the spells are super good um you know the chrono breaks um just absolutely busted the parallel convergence also busted granted the these are cards that... nuts yeah it's i mean so it's, it's 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 op, or it's opt right it's yeah scry it's kind of like scry and then draw one yeah um which is which is great i mean obviously it, it's two mana instead of one but right is it two mana yeah i think it's two, two mana i still need two. to try echo shrooms it's really fun. Oh, you've already done a, it. I, I you know what? I should have expected mafia. Saucy would be oh, the first person to be like, hmm, spells, you say? Puffcat yeah. Peddler likes spells. <laughs> That's what I was playing basically all day. Field promotion, Teemo Echo. Uh, really, really stupidly good. And this guy, when you give him Ooh, scout, promotion you create two echo. Yeah. It's nice. Sick. And they cost zero when he's leveled up. So you get Ooh. two free ops a turn. It's really dumb. What about Echo Victor? Yeah, I'm in. Echo's all right, great. All right. He's yeah, I flexible. think Echo seems super flexible, but all like he feels like he is flexible, but also is doing a powerful, not necessarily narrow, but like a powerful specific thing, which is yeah. nice. It's not like Echo is just like a bundle of stats. Mm -hmm. Feels like he's he's got a bunch of stuff he does. Obviously, the spells, um, like the way that the predict synergy is cool. It's almost like cards that have draw draw card synergy where it's like you want to be doing this and are going to be doing this anyway and also you get a benefit from doing it which is nice but it's not like a oh well i have to i i absolutely have to build a predict deck or else echo doesn't work it's like no nope, he'll, he'll just kind of level up anyway and if i put even a little bit of additional predict in the level up super fast yeah um so i don't know i i think um I, i'm not I don't know. I, I feel like there's some something is a little off about him for me in terms of like specifically competitive, but I could just be completely wrong. Um he, he seems super cool, if nothing else. And his the spells that are like around him, the parallel conversions, the chrono break, those cards are extremely powerful. What's sort of that? while we're on this page, I do want to yeah. mention that drop border, uh the card in the top middle there. Yeah. Uh, drop border features a non-binary character using they them pronoun in the uh they them pronouns in all of the flavor text referencing them and in their own and i just thought that was nice thank you riot for some representation i appreciate it same a, deli a, del a delicious snack yes a delicious a delicious snack also um uh awesome hoverboard I mean, yeah. that is a very cool. I board. mean, Echo has this whole storyline of like him stealing a hoverboard and goof in a boot. 
goofing, goofing a boot. boot. He's like so, a prodigy, but he's also like a little bizarre rascal. So yeah, he's a, I want to talk a, about uh, I want to talk about I want to talk about like two cards each that uh, surprised us or whatever. Because I have a couple cards Not I want to talk about. Ragamuffin, that's what I meant. That was the yes. word I meant. Sorry. That's like an old um, grumpy man. No, no, no. Couple, a ragamuffin, not a curmudgeon. Okay, go, go ahead, Saucy. Sorry. Couple I need cards. To clarify. You're fine. Uh, Jawfish, the eight mana no, lurk fish. No, no, no. You don't get to talk about Jawfish because you do. did not say jaw ready for no, this on the broadcast. Never do it for you. Even though it was set up. I'm so mad. I'm, this card's I'm, fucking insane. I'm mad. This, this card is a one sided ruination. Uh yeah, I mean it's it's pretty insane. Every it's time also insane that you didn't say jaw ready for this on the I'm seasonal. Not, I'm so bye mad. guys, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm going home because I don't like jokes from you. You're not good at jokes. <laughs> Your jokes are bad. I know. Dollfish is nuts. I I don't know if you've uh, experienced this card much yet, Amy. Uh, but every time I either usually you get it from the spell that creates lurkers in hand or Rexi. When you play it, you win the game. It's so crazy. It's yeah, so and like strong. it it's flavor wise. I think the the jellyfish is supposed to be the fish that um ate pike. So cool, awesome, yummy, yummy. Yeah. And by the time you play it on eight mana, it's at least a nine attack creature. Yeah, it definitely seems sweet. It seems very strong. Um. The only thing I have to say is, uh, All ready for this. <laughs> had Dude, to do it's it. It's too hot because... to dance. Uh, it's a good thing. All I'm saying is, it's a good thing I wasn't on the broadcast at that point because I would have gotten the uh, uh, Playroom yeah, Terra Twitch channel uh, DMCA yeah, the, the only thing I really don't like about this card is that it's not also a sea monster. Yeah. yeah. I think this is I the agree. only one that should be both. It's huge. <laughs> Yeah, and and I, you know, I saw that. Uh, that it definitely makes sense because it obviously is a sea monster, um, from a flavor standpoint. And I saw, I think it was a post on Reddit or maybe Twitter that asked the question, and people brought up the at least semi-legitimate point of like, oh, well, this would nerf, um, you know, Jaw Hunters, ironically yeah. enough, um, because like this is it is a sea monster, but it's not a card that you want to ever get in Simon in the sea monsters deck for the most part true but also just make an exception and don't let that card be generated they Easy. literally can can do whatever they want on the development yeah. side like just jam it make it a dragon like, too just like you can't get um you know double strike from uh victor's, victor's thing like it doesn't it, it's a keyword but it doesn't, and it doesn't say like you get a non-double strike keyword. Yeah. It just isn't part of the list. So they easily could have done it. Um, but you know, maybe okay, easily might not be the right word. They could have done it, but yeah. Um. Anyway, I don't know. Um, also, Elmex might be scary. That's all I'm gonna say. Ooh, a Amy, in the in the few hours that you've been playing today on the uh, the pre, uh, I guess technically like the pre-release. Were there any cards that jumped out to you in terms of ones you had fun with or you thought were particularly good? I got killed by Elnux. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, actually, right next to that Elnux right there, Boom Baboon rules. Yeah, Boom Baboon is sick. It's a cool monkey. It makes good sounds, too. It screams. Ooh, oh, I was that's... mostly making my own monkey noises whenever I played Boom Baboon. <laughs> but like, just I look like... at the 
art. Look at this dude. Dude rules. I will say, I guess, okay, it's the eye patch that makes it look kind of not like a baboon, but no, that, I guess that would be a baboon, wouldn't it be? Um, also, you know, a baboon can be whatever it wants to be in the world of Frontier, right? It's fictional. I think uh, the uh, the three man, I think it's a three mana, but the new predict uh, follower in Piltover and Zon, I think when you play it, if there's crack, a baboon, I think uh, they yell at each other. Practical perfectionist? Yeah, something like that. I think they the the baboon yells and it yells back and they're like ah, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, that's that is one of the most fun things in playing the new set is uh, getting to hear all the new voice interactions and voice mm -hmm. lines from the cards because there's so many in there. Echoes are good. They're so awesome. Um, I'm trying to see. Oh, the one card that I want to call out again. I haven't played it played yet, but the uh, abominable guardian, the eight mana yeti. Oh yeah, we were talking top. about that right before we started the yeah. show. Yeah. Round start. Yeah. Oh, you passed it. It's down a little bit to the left. Um, it is uh, if round start. If you have two plus Yeti, summon me from hand and create a copy of me in the deck, and then play. You draw a Yeti. Ah, uh, I mean, like it's strong. Free five vibes seem good. Now there's. Not a ton of Yetis that you can get early, but there is at least one one mana Yeti um, that you can play in your deck, and then there are other ones that can be generated. Uh, also, I, I think this is the fastest way to level Lissandra, by the way. Wait, this guy. It's an eight cost unit oh my that gets God. summoned. Also, triggers. Other than Turbo Thralls, yeah, might be. Yeah, because like by turn two you can summon three of these, so pretty good. That's true. A producer is in our ear saying that the Watcher was actually buffed because of Yeti. Yeti Yeti Watcher is the new world. You heard it here first. Yep, Probably also heard it here last. But um, yeah, I think uh, boy, we have talked about a lot of stuff so far. So. I think that's probably a decent spot to cut it. Amazonian, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, episode 69. And when are we going to do uh, Revenge of the Charmer and Mo? Because they, they were being quite huffy on they were Twitter. Huffy. We'll have to see. Well, well, maybe. Ooh, okay, hold on. Here, here. Okay, so here, here it is. Here's the thing. We'll see which one of them is actually listening to the show. I'm putting a challenge on Twitter. Who can impress us the most on Twitter will be invited on to the, the maybe not the next episode, but some episode soon. Whoever impresses us the yeah. most on Twitter. And the other one will be banned from ever returning. <gasps> oh, excommunicated. Ooh. Hey, uh, <laughs> Blevins, I... Are, were you in charge for writing any of the dialogue from the new set? Because uh, Zillion and Echo together say some really shitty jokes. Uh, so so the, the jokes between those two are very Blevins-esque. So I'm excited for you to see what I, they think. I uh, am under NDA, so I can't, uh, can't say. They're very time dad and time son. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> hey, Echo, what's my favorite spice? Uh, it's time. Pretty good. I'm almost out of time. Oh, <laughs> uh, so good. But uh, Amy, thanks for yes. hanging out. Thanks for having me. 
where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Amazonian because that's where I am like every single day. All of them. All of them. You can find me there. Every single day. Oh, usually is... not Tuesdays, but like I don't actually take Tuesdays off. It's a lie. It's just because Tuesdays suck. And well, no, it's because games come out on Tuesday. So whenever there's a game I want to play on launch, it's like, well, shit, I guess I'm streaming on launch day. Mm. Tuesday stream. Makes sense. Makes sense. Saucy, where can people find you on the internet when you're not here on the show? Yeah, you can find me. My website is just saucy.live. I stream Monday through Friday in the mornings Pacific time. Uh, and I'm going to be doing a scout teamo from now until the foreseeable future. <laughs> That's it. Nothing else. Can't wait. Uh, if you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore Blevins. On Twitter, um, bub, 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 you can find the show. Best place to find all the stuff from the show. Discord.me slash Radio. It's got all of our links to everything, including the Twitch channel where we stream live on Tuesday. Switch.tv slash Terrible. Um, YouTube.com slash C slash Radio. Subscribe to the Discord. Our awesome producer is taking uh, different clips and whatnot from the show and putting out additional video content. So make sure subscribe to the youtube and uh all of that good stuff but i think i think that's it and i boy i don't remember what button i hope this is the right button to press but for our guest amazonian for saucy i am the blevins and we will see you next time when we talk about some more legends of rodenkera <laughs>